Welcome to the Uncle Hack Podcast, where dudes pretty much just talk dude shit. Oh, baby, we're back. Solo episode, what's happening? The past two weeks, you've been hanging around all these losers. No, I'm kidding. Last two episodes, uh, we had Walker on, little Texas recap. That's always fun to go over uh, all the fine moments that happened down in Texas. Episode before that, we uh, had our good friend Jason Rouse on, the prince of darkness when it comes to stand-up comedy. Always nice to sit and chat with him. Easily, you know, i seen the uh, comments and they didn't like him, and, but uh, if you go check out his stand-up, it is A1. I'm a huge fan of him. Glad to call him a friend. <sighs> yeah, right. I'm just fucking sucking up at this point. Get me booked at the mothership, please. Anyway, speaking of dates, we got a lot coming up. Upcoming stand-up dates. This is going to be a long list, so stay with me, okay? December 29th, Red Deer, Alberta. December 31st, we're in Banff, Alberta for the New Year's Eve extravaganza. January 1st, New Year's Day in Calgary, Alberta. Uh, January 20th, just added Slave Lake, Alberta. Uh, January 25th, Kindersley, Saskatchewan. January 26th, Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. January 27th, Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. February 4th, we're back in Edmonton. February 9th and 10th in Thunder Bay. February 16th and 17th, Niagara Falls. February 22nd, Fredericton. Uh, February 23rd, 24th, St. John, New Brunswick. February 25th, we are in Halifax. February 29th to March 2nd, we are in Winnipeg. March 24th, Vancouver, British Columbia. March 29th to the 31st in Ottawa, Ontario. April 11th, we are in Hinton, Alberta. April 12th, Rocky Mountain House, Alberta. April 13th, Drayton Valley, Alberta. I can't remember when, but I believe it's in March. There is a drum heller date in there as well. Tickets available at DangerCatsShop.com. Come on out. Come see us, you know. Things are heating up, fellas. Things are heating up. If you tune in to the Patreon episode with Sam Walker and I, you know what's going on. You, we, get, we were talking inside baseball on the Patreon. I'm selling everything right now. I just hit you with ticket links. Now I'm trying to be like, listen, you want to know what we're getting up to? Head on over to the Patreon because my life is so interesting that you need to head over to the Patreon and hear what I had to fucking... Tell the fine folks that give me uh, the cost of a beer in a strip club a month to listen to me go off longer. That's what the show is, baby. The Uncle Hack Podcast doesn't say it doesn't suck. Yes, are people happy with this show? I say yes. You keep coming back. Yeah, keep coming back. What is he going to say this week? It was fun. I was on the Sean, Newbel, uh, Sean Newman's podcast last week, uh, or a live stream. I don't know what he does uh, with that particular show, but I know he is a podcaster. Uh, Sean Newman, great guy. Very uh, very kind, gentle soul. And then you throw a dickhead like me in the mix, and it just, you know, I forget a lot of the times that the background that I have and the current state that I am in, I am a free individual. We have survived a cancellation. We have survived just taking on this on our own. Everything that's happening inside Danger Cats is Danger Cats stamped approved. No suits involved. Because that's how we do it, baby. Nah, actually, uh... I don't think anybody in Canada right now wants to touch us, <laughs> which is hilarious, but uh, it just makes you work harder. But I forget that I exist in this world that most people don't, where I can say and do whatever the 
fuck I want, whenever the fuck I want to do it. And it's true freedom, you know. Uh, and then I come across these podcasts and uh, you forget for a second that not everybody gets to float in the waters that you are. And you put these people on their heels a little bit by just speaking your mind freely. And, and I'm reminded of like how shitty it would be to have a job, you know, like a, a fucking, when are you going to get a real job? Oh, oh, so I can't do this. So I can't be a free man and say whatever the fuck I want. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. Kiss my black ass. You have a black ass? Today I do. That's, that's the one thing I've been, when are you going to go get a real job? Why? So I can f- fucking have the walls close in on me. I've, uh, I believe I've been let go because of just like an offhanded joke, but it wasn't exactly the reason that they said, they just said, well, you know, times are a little tough right now until they realize like, you know, I, I remember I was a young man. I was probably about 21, 22 at the time working at speedy glass. I'll drop the name, and uh, the manager there didn't really like me. I, I think I uh, didn't rub her in the right way, you know what I'm saying? But uh, typical pink hair girl back in the 01s, or I guess the uh, 2011s it would be, not 01. You know, right when the inception of these beings started coming about. You remember that? You remember those days when uh, they first started? Let me get some light back here. Uh, they first started dropping all that shit on us. That's, uh, it was unfortunate because it was the, the beginning of, of that. Oh, you can't say that. You can't say that. And the HR department ladies started wielding a little bit of power. And I can't remember the offhanded joke that I said to one of the guys in the back, and I didn't see that she was behind me. And I heard a scoff, like a, and I knew, oh, fuck, this isn't going to be good. It's been one week since I worked out here. (laughs) I'm fired and I'm gone, gone out here. And I knew. And do I want to go to something like that? No, no, no. See, this is another reason I don't want any of that shit in my life. Because on the past weekend, me and Walker, uh, after we uh, we did the... We, we were in Cold Lake. We did a corporate together. Our first ever corporate hired by a company to come and do comedy at a, at a, a Christmas party. And these fine folks wanted a dark and dirty show. Well, we gave them the danger room. We gave them. And uh, the, the HR woman was the one that hired us, which is hilarious. But after the show was done, uh, she came up to us. I was like, oh, we were worried. You know, some of our biggest clients are here and, and all this. And it's like, oh, yeah, well, which one was that? And she said the name of the guy. And, he, and I, th- I believe I talked about this on the other podcast. But he came up and he was like, listen. When we seen that there was going to be comedians on uh, the, at the Christmas party, all we thought is, oh, fuck, here we go again. Because it's a lot of cookie-cutter bullshit when you're doing corporate fucking, you know, oh, don't joke about this, don't joke. They give you the, the jukebox playlist of what you can and cannot do. So I think that disrupts uh, or that uh, annoys a lot of these uh, fellas. Or not, what am I saying? Um, it annoys those that come. I'm sorry, I got distracted over here. Those, uh, and it's for an oil field company. You know, they don't want to hear the fucking, you know, my wife came up the other day and she says, what's a rolling pin for? And I said, uh, fucking job. Well, whoa. You know? Boy, cats are weird, aren't they? Don't you hate it when they just rub up against your leg and then all of a sudden you're thinking to yourself, oh boy. They thought that he thought he was getting that and then he got it nice and nasty. And that guy came up to me and he was like, listen, I thought there was going to be another one of those fucking, (laughs) you know? And then you guys got up there, and uh, that first guy, holy shit. So Walker went first, 
And then you came up and it was like, about fucking time. Oh my God, I hear it. Like, so that's some stand up. Those are jokes we want to hear. That's what we're deprived of. You know, and, and here this woman is terrified. She's scared, thinking to herself, fuck me, what have I done? I'm about to lose some clients, but we just put the fuck it. We put the ink to the paper, baby. That's what we do. We said, don't worry about it. I know how these guys talk. I'm one of them. I'm cut from that cloth, baby. We'll give these guys the rough ride that they intend to have. These boys deserve to laugh. And all these little suit dummies running around. Oh, you can't say that. For your safety guy, your HR lady out in the field. Oh, we can't be saying faggot. Out here because there might be one amongst us. Ugh. We let them have it. Get this. It got back to me that they had to issue a company-wide apology because the Danger Cat showed up to their Christmas party. They had to issue a company-wide apology because they hired Sam Walker and I to go to Stand Up. Ladies and gentlemen, that's one of my greatest achievements in this business to this day is that we got back at one, okay? We got back at one, gents. Finally. Doesn't it feel good? This isn't a me win. This is an us win, fellas. For you out in the field. For you out there. Grinding away. Biting your tongue. Day in, day out. Because some fucking scunt is walking around with a goddamn clipboard waiting for you to just slip up on some words. Not even your job. Just words. The most meaningless fucking thing, you know? An off-color comment, out of nowhere, out of the blue, could get you fired. And what did we do? We went in there because we respect the fucking working man around here. And we gave those office pukes exactly what they deserve. The language that we speak in, they got it full force with a dash of something else on it. There was a little cayenne pepper on top of it. And we made sure to blow their goddamn fucking wigs back on behalf of the working man. So I don't need any sort of pat on my back right now. I don't need anybody to email me, congratulate me. I just want you to know that you've had my back for this long and I'll have your back even longer. So when you think that the language police are floating around, you just remember this time. You remember when you came to this podcast, all right, I'm fired up right now. I hope you're fired up that one of those office ladies had to issue a company-wide apology because they thought it was a good idea to, to hire the danger cats at their Christmas party. So those office bastards and all those little desk jockeys that we all despise, nobody wakes up in the morning and goes, boy, oh boy, I can't wait to be a secretary. Boy, oh boy, I can't wait to tell on grown men for not being safe, you know? You can't respect a man that says those things. Boy, oh boy, I love accounting, you know? Let me shuffle my little fucking, what do they call them, boat shoes? Dress shoes, whatever it is. Ooh, casual, it's casual day at the office today and Fred wore a shirt that has pizzas on it. <laughs> what a funny guy. We gave it to them. They deserved it. They've been fucking with the working man too long. And I love the fucking boys. Okay? That sounds gay. It is gay. It'll always be gay. Those fellas, you know, I I'm fucking, I'm, I'm stoked on this. I don't know if you can tell. I'm very, very proud in this moment. That text that got screenshot and and uh, and put out there into the ether, and it ends up back in my hands because Mr. Sean Newman had me on his podcast, and somebody who works for that company that hired us happens to listen to his podcast, sends it in, and tells us this. I would love nothing more than a copy of that. If any of you are out there that work for that company, and got that email sent to them, or whatever it may have been, 
I promise you, I will I will redact all the company info on it, but I would just love to print that off and put it in a nice glass picture frame and hang it up in this nice little studio that I have here. I would love nothing more. I wish, I want to read it out on the podcast, so if any of you out there know anybody, that uh, I'm not going to give the city or anything like that. You know if you were there or not. It would be an absolute honor if you could forward that to me at UncleHack at DangerCats.tv. I would be very, very ecstatic to read that letter on this podcast. Oh, boys. Doesn't that feel good? You thought you were going to have a bad day today, didn't you? You thought you were going to. Today would have been one of those days you wake up, you stubbed your toe right as you, as you got out of bed, and then like you let out like a fool. And the old lady's like, oh, you have to complain this early in the morning. And it's like, shut the fuck up. It is 530, and the last thing that I need to hear right now is your tongue fucking slapping up against the roof of your mouth, giving me words I don't want to hear. Today might be the day I drive my diesel pickup truck into a goddamn power pole. It might be that day. And you are five words or less from making me make that decision. So I ask you, and for the safety of everyone around you, shut the fuck up. You gotta be kidding me. I was recording... I wasn't recording the audio. I got so into this. I was not recording the audio to this. So I apologize those that have to deal with whatever the camera picked up. But I am not going back. That was a legendary rant. That was 19, 17 minutes of a legendary. uh, And I look over. See, this is what happens when I'm gone too long. You know, things happen. Audio gets fucked. Holy shit. I don't believe myself right now. I don't believe myself right now. This is what happens, folks. This is what happens. I apologize about the audio for the first 15 minutes of this podcast. And you know what? You might as well just buckle up. Let's get into it. First article of the day. We might as well talk about it. We might as well sing our fucking little sorrows about what just happened right there by bitching about the news. We don't like the news. I don't like the news. I assume you, as a listener of the show, do not like the news. That's why you come here to listen to me talk about the news because it's the only way it's digestible by having a jackass speak about it. Um, why won't you go over there? Why won't you allow me? To be myself. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. It has been 17 days since my last confession, and I have stopped peeking into the Catholic girl's bathroom. Let's get into this. All right. Global news, my favorite. Alberta gas tax exemption exemption set to expire. These, These little videos make me... This irritates me because while we were in Texas, we did the math. We were paying about 62 cents a liter down in Texas to go anywhere. And I know, well, well, that's because ours is taxed to death. So that way we can have a healthcare system. When's the last time you went to a fucking hospital? Huh? When's the last time you walked into a hospital and thought to yourself, boy, am I glad that I get bent the fuck over so I can sit here for another three hours and think about How great it is to get bent the fuck over. In fact, I'm sitting here stewing on it so long that I can feel my asshole stretching. It's just like I'm getting invisibly fucked by the rock hard fist of the government who instead of reaching in my back pocket because there's nothing left in there decides to shove a fist up my ass to remind me who's in control. And then I just have to sit there and go, thank you, sir. Can you spread your fingers? So I can feel something inside. Apart from despair and poverty. The feeling of poverty probably is just an an excellent feeling. 
I'm damn near there. I'm along everybody else. I'm right beside the working man. I'm you, you think I'm you think I'm rolling in cash? You think I'm fucking in a mansion? I'm sitting here in a goddamn self-made fucking studio for Christ's sakes with no audio engineer behind me because that just that should prove it right there. 15 minutes of the podcast not recorded in audio because I am a dumbass. Oh, that hurts. I got to do so much cleanup on that. That sucks. Albertans are already feeling the pain at the pump. Oh, are they? I've been here in Canada for like uh, 12 years right now. Oh, yeah, that sounds like a lie. I've been here in Canada for about 12 years right now. He sounds East Indian, but he looks Filipino. This guy looks like that Gangnam style guy. The fades lined up. I've been here in Canada for about 12 years now. You don't fucking lie to me. You don't fucking lie to me. Nice set of gay bands on. I've been in Canada for 13 years now. Let's hear that one more time. We're going in today. I'm having fun, all right? That's what I'm doing. What does this asshole have to say? At the pumps. I've been here in Canada for like uh, 12 years right now. Uh, prices of gas are really high. Like before, it's just not like it. And come the new year. Why? <sighs> have we gotten to the point where the interviews need to be inclusive? You know? Just when you thought that you could escape call center fucking accents, they got to put it on the news. That's how diverse we are now. Is that where it's gotten to? That you got to have like, oh, we got to have a Filipino in there bitching about gas prices so we know it's a real Canadian. <laughs> I've been in Canada for 12 years now and I got to say that's the most Canadian or I guess Albertan thing that you could do is like bitch about gas prices right now. He's probably like the... I don't want to say general manager of Tim Hortons because his hair is too nice, but I would say maybe he's like leading the charge on the fucking laundry crew up in Fort McMurray because that's the only way you can sit there and be like, these fucking gas prices, you know? Climate change. It's fucking climate change. The only climate that's changing is I don't get to idle in the parking lot for a fucking hour longer. Get the hell out of here. I love that they film people just filling up gas. And the depressive look on everybody's face here. You know, let's let's really dig into the raw emotion that's taking place in the in these videos. And it's some, you know, in the most Edmonton outfit I could poss possibly see here. Uh, the leather, uh, the letterman jacket from the fucking back in the day, you know, like he's a minor hockey coach trying to fill up a flatbed. Just thinking to himself, like, fire the fuck me. God almighty. Here we go again. Just staring at it. Just watching it. Watching your money just fucking burn up. Every little fucking milliliter that's in there. You just think to yourself, how the fuck am I going to make it to the end of the month without putting a pistol in my mouth? Oh, that's right. They, they're trying to take the pistols away. That's how I'm not going to do that. I can't even get my hands on a hunting rifle these days, you know? Thank God I know some Somalians in the North End that'll, send me, uh, that'll sell me a handgun illegally because it's not like I can go and purchase one legally these days just so I can kill myself, you know? I would take the necessary steps and go through the maids program, but I don't want to give the pleasure to the Canadian government of taking my life. In fact, I want to ruin my organs so that way they cannot harvest them and sell them to the Chinese. That's what I plan on doing. I want to, my last purchase is going to be dousing myself in gasoline and lighting myself on fire at a, uh, at a local co-op while screaming, the Jews will not replace us. So that way it's like they don't know what I'm protesting. <laughs> Prices may be even higher. That's when the province's fuel tax relief program is set to expire. With rent and uh, cost of living and then gas as well, I, I can definitely see the pain coming from people and it's unfortunate. In April 2020... It's unfortunate. I can definitely see it. You know, it's unfortunate. That's Canadian. That's how Canadians deal with problems. You know, I wish we had a little bit of more, a uh, little bit of that American spirit in us where it's like, no, we're going to storm the capital. We did have that. We had the we had the chili cook-off in Ottawa uh, a couple years back there, you know? Like, everybody went down and had a chili cook-off. And that was effective, but it didn't get, you know, like, it got some shit lifted. 
it sped the process up. But something like this is like, I hate how we respond to things. Right there is the most Canadian response you could hear. And then gas as well. I, I can definitely see the pain coming for people. And it's unfortunate. In April it's unfortunate. You know, he's talking about this like it's a fucking interview like it like you 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 know it's a second period interview and to end that period you let a power play goal in you know it wasn't a fucking solid penalty kill yeah you know it's a little unfortunate there yeah the, you know uh, Shorzy's on the left wing and we couldn't really chop it off and get the puck out there and they got a quick one so it's a little unfortunate that we're going down into the third period uh down by two but you know the boys will bounce back what the fuck is that I'd be like, I'd be lighting it up. This is insane. We are an oil rich province and we're sitting here looking at a dollar 30 a liter. And now they're like, well, we got to bring back the fucking tax, the fuel tax. I know we exempted it for a little while there, but that should be, that should have been enough time for you to save up, but we're going to have to tack on what it sit. Actually, I'll let them explain. April 2022, the provincial government stopped collecting the 13 cents per liter gas oh, tax wow. to combat rising prices. Eventually, the tax break was extended to the end of this year. The premier has now hinted the tax may return. Of course. In the new year. If these prices continue to be moderate like this, we, we will be bringing the fuel tax back, yes? In January, she always sounds like she has a cold, you know? Always sounds like something's a little clogged up back there. Like one sneeze away from, like, draining the pipes. One good sneeze away and she drained the pipes. What an asshole. Well, you know, we're going to have to bring back that tax exemption. We're going to have to bring that back. It's just something what we're going to have to do around here because uh, we care about Albertans. You know, we got to exempt the tax. We got to make sure that these fine folks are really struggling. You know, if I'm being honest, I think it's time that uh, a lot of these guys really feel the hurt, really feel the pain. It's time. Over and out. Daniel Smith. Any fuel tax relief will be based on oil prices. If the West Texas intermediate price is more than $90 per barrel, there oh. will be no fuel tax. Between $85 and $89 will pay a 4.5 cents per liter tax. Oh my. And if the price is under $80, drivers will pay the full 13 cents per liter. Right now, WTI is trading at $75 per barrel. Oh my. But one economics professor says taxes are just one factor influencing overall prices. Uh, so we often see that the prices don't go down as much as people would think, uh, but we do hear about record profits that come out of gas stations. Uh, so somehow there's a magic here that in this sort of uh, policy, it doesn't really trickle down to the Alberta consumer. But Lander said... One more time, please. One more time. Old Jimmy Smarts from Concordia. Let him have it. At $75 per barrel. But one economics professor says taxes are just one factor influencing overall prices. We often see that the prices don't go down as much as people would think. Uh, but we do hear about record profits that come out of gas stations. Uh, so somehow there's a magic here that in this sort of uh, policy, it doesn't really trickle down to the Alberta consumer. But What? It doesn't really trickle down to the Alberta consumer. Oh, is that why the prices, pardon me. <coughs> now, I'm not the brightest man on the planet. I'll admit, and it doesn't really trickle down to the Alberta consumer. How do you get degrees these days? Do you just walk in with a, a shit stain on your nose and they're like, oh, you're a brown noser. Great. Here you go. Here you go. Have your little fucking, uh, you want to be a journalist? Huh? You want to be a blogger for fucking global? Here you go. You little shit stained nose motherfucker. Go out there and talk as much shit as you want. Thank God the internet exists so we can make fun of these losers. You know, it doesn't have to be around a table drinking coffee or a couple beers, whatever it is. You don't have to just sit with your friend. You can just come here and let me fucking just raid your ears with my bitching and complaining about these jackets. It doesn't really uh, 
trickle down to the Alberta consumer. Oh, that's weird. I, I didn't realize that we paid taxes. I fucking, you know, I didn't realize that the Alberta consumer doesn't just throw this on their back and carry the burden of these morons that cannot figure out economics. So you got to go to university. One more time. One more time for the fine folks at home. Taxes are just one factor influencing overall prices. Uh, We often see that the prices don't go down as much as people would think, uh, but we do hear about record profits that come out of gas stations. Uh, So somehow there's a magic here that in this sort of uh, policy, it doesn't really trickle down to the Alberta consumer. Really? Unless I'm hearing this wrong, unless... I'm hearing the fuel tax exemption, right? So it was exempt. So that way the, you know, I feel uh, hearing that I feel dumber, you know, I thought maybe it'd be a good idea to just kind of dive into these waters and sift around and talk about uh, what's going on in the world and how it affects us and then you hear these people talk and you think to yourself like you've got to be fucking fisting me you have got to be fisting me am am i just a puppet here if i look behind me right now is there a suit dummy who is either a politician or a banker with his hand up my ass and I'm just supposed to fucking skip down the street all happily because these idiots get to make the decisions for me? Oh, my God. They are they are lucky that, you know, they, they put all these uh, laws in place to keep everybody nonviolent. I'm not saying I wish violence upon these assholes. I'm just saying they should be happy that they have these politicians and lawyers working together. You put on your little suit tie, your little sport jacket, go shuffle your fucking feet down that goddamn aisle to tell everyone, Mr. Speaker, the Alberta taxpayer, they don't really take the burden of all this because you know if you really think about it when they go to the pump it's like uh, the price just stays the same but even though we're recording record profits i mean what's going on here you know i went to university for six years just to learn how to lie and not feel bad about it this fucking guy But Lander says this discussion likely isn't over. Bringing a tax back might be difficult politics. I think that they recognize here that it's a political calculus that's at play more than it is some sort of financial or economic calculus. Certainly drivers say they hope the province has another change of heart before the new year. They should think about the common man. (laughs) Yeah, there it is. Covered all bases. We got a Filipino, a white guy, and a Sikh. A Sikh? Sikh. Either or. We threw it in. The most Canadian fucking interview you'll ever, interviews that have taken place right there, right in front of our eyes. So you got a motorcycle helmet on while he's driving in a car, you know what I'm saying? Come on, man. I know. Sorry, Gucci. I had to go there. But in other news, bring on the war, you know, because at this point, uh, it has gotten to a... Uh, a place where I am thoroughly annoyed by what I would say everything, you know. I am fucking annoyed. These people out here just irritate the shit out of me. These young kids these days, um, I wish that I was as brain dead as these young kids coming up, you know. I wish that I had it in me where I thought I could make change on TikTok. I did for a minute. You know, there was a little while where I thought that, hey, maybe, just maybe, I might be the guy to spark something here. I might, you know, I can talk about these political issues and people will take me serious because I am an intellectual. I'm an individual that has a mind and a mouth and these people can gather around me, I can garner their support, and I can fight this system. And then I realized that a lot of people, you know, 
don't have the same tenacity that I have. And I also don't have the intellectual ability to really dive in deeper into these issues. And I found that my care and give a shit was at an all time low about a lot of issues I could give a fuck about, you know, but I now just like to find the things that strike a chord with me, that I wish I might have a little bit of that inside of me. You know, I wish that I could, I guess to say, um, I, I guess that I wish I had the stupidity to be as self-righteous as a lot of these influencers that think that they're making a difference with TikTok videos, you know? And I know we run to the internet and we like to believe that a lot of this is all true and it's all existing all around us. We, uh, we really, really, really enjoy the, uh, drama, the, um, I guess to say the negativity that breeds on the internet itself. And then there is a, uh, another class of people that really love to destruct. And I think I now classify myself in that category of destruction. I love just sitting back and watching this all burn in front of me. It is much more fun than trying to put out the flames. It's fun to fan them, you know, like what other shit can we destroy? But the thing that irritates me more the most is watching these Gen Z losers hop on these platforms and act as if like activism online is like the new, it's the laziest form of activism we've ever experienced in human history setting up a phone and doing a little jig, doing a little dance and being like, this is my save Palestine dance. You know, this is my save the world dance. And I hope, uh, I hope everybody can gather around, you know, if, if you want to do a little cross with the hands and then we're going to hit the woe and then kick your right foot out and shimmy your uh, left foot toes into the ground and do like a little bit of a Michael Jackson put out the cigarette. And that should let Hamas know that we're not messing around here. We are choreographing uh, a movement that exists online and you guys better put those goddamn rocket launchers, or I guess they're pro-Palestine. So uh, they're telling the Jews, you better knock that off. You better turn off the iron dome. Okay. You better lay your weapons down because we are dancing. We are dancing and we ain't going to stop dancing. This is footloose in real time. We're going to, we're not going to stop dancing till we drop. It's either we drop or you drop the weapons. What's it going to be Israel? Huh? What's it going to be? Me and Gen Z are teaming up together and we ain't going to quit dancing. I'm going to hit the moonwalk. I'm going to hit the fucking Dougie. I'm going to do the Dougie. Until the rocket launchers are laid down. Take the keys out of the tank. Because I'm over here doing the electric cha-cha slide. You don't want to see. When I start hitting the Chattahoochee with that square dance shit. Because then it's going to get real western up in here. You don't want to see that. Me and Gen Z got some choreographed dances. That we're ready to unleash. If you don't lay the weapons down Israel. I'm serious. <laughs> Here we go. Gen Z's platform of choice for mindless scrolling is now a tool for digital activism. Oh, isn't that nice? Isn't that incredible? These guys. Hey, everyone. This is Bison, says a woman with curly hair and tired eyes speaking through the screen of a phone. I'm still a war, uh, I'm still alive. It's day 42 of the war in Gaza, and these are the updates. Where is the video? For weeks, I've been greeted with similar messages every time I've opened up TikTok. That's the new war, is just opening up social media and having to take this in. I can't, I don't understand how these people can do it. It's got to be heartbreaking, you know? It's difficult. You sit here and you watch these people. You know, get carpet bombed in Gaza. And it's like, do you even understand what we go over or what we go through here in North America? Do you know how hard it is to open up the app and see you get carpet bombed? I don't think you understand that. And and then to sit there, watch that, and then 
then I got to hit, I got to go through the creative process of creating a TikTok dance to a song that says, my pussy wet, my pussy clean. I don't want to see the streets get mean. Gaza shut it down. Gaza shut it down. Something like that. You know, I don't know what exactly how, I don't know how, uh, I don't know exactly how this content found me. Sure. I've been following Palestinian activists on X for years now, but TikTok has always been my go-to platform for unpolitical, unplugging my brain sort of content. Oh, isn't that nice? Ever since October 7th, pro-Palestinian creators have been flooding my feed, often showing perspectives on the crisis that are not represented represented in mainstream media. Oh my goodness. Where is the video? I want to see the video. Here we go. Woman poses for a photo moments before a missile strike in Ukraine. Oh my God. This is... (laughs) Footage released by the Ukrainian... Get the fuck out of here. I want to read that. To give your teeth a Fuck off. Clean feeling. Start with Enough. Fresh- what do you got? Add power. Fuck you. This nurse is Britain's most notorious baby killer. Oh, nice. Come and get it. Enough. Oh my god. One day. One day. Here we go. Woman poses for. Are you shitting me? To give your teeth a dentist clean feeling. Start with oh my god! <laughs> Watching this meltdown right here before your eyes. How the fuck do you have this many ads on just a TikTok video? Enough. That's it. It's over. It's over. How to give? And then in the article, we have how to get a free hot chocolate at Starbucks every weekend in December. Isn't it funny how life works with these people? That's how it works. That's how serious we are about these wars that are taking place. Is like, the, the, here, here it is. This explosion of pro-Palestinian voices on one of the world's largest social media platforms has not gone unnoticed with hashtags Uh, Like Free Palestine garnering over 30 billion views. Politicians in the U.S. have uh, accused TikTok for inciting hate and even called for a full ban. In response, TikTok issued a press release explaining that their algorithm doesn't take sides. Their young user base simply tends to support Palestinian issues more than older generations. A finding backed by independent polls. And then right below that is how to get a free hot chocolate at Starbucks every weekend in December. Because that's where Gen Z is at. You know, we log in and we, I am, I'm, I'm speaking as if like I'm one of them. I'm part of the Gen Z culture. That's, that's just the nature of me these days is, uh, I am, uh, I'm a young soul. I'm a I, I'm a millennial body with a Gen Z motor. You know what I mean? I updated. I put the LS in the '98 fucking Astro van. That's what I'm doing. I'm I'm updating my hard drive. Tomorrow, don't be surprised if you see me doing some TikTok dances in support of uh, uh, the war in Gaza. And I'm telling, hey, Jews, put the guns down. Put the guns down, 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 down. Boom, 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 boom. And then I'll hit like the fucking the the shuffle is that what they call it i don't know i'll hit the i'll hit the right let right foot let's stomp <clears throat> two everybody freeze that's where i'll be like freeze fire everybody freeze now clap your hands and i i'd encourage you to join in with me we got to stick together folks we gotta fuck. We gotta dance the Jews into submission. One thing the Jews don't like dancing. They don't like dancing. I don't think. I don't know. I don't know what they do in their culture. I don't pay attention. <laughs> Why the hell would I want to do that, right? 
I got to hang out with Nick McQuick every goddamn fucking week. You know what I mean? I already got a Jew in my fucking, in my cohort, you know? I got that guy all around me all the time. I got Jew spilling on me. And I got to fucking like every now and then I got to take a bath and be like, hey, Nick, uh, you got to calm down with the Jew stuff. I'm starting to feel a little sick. I feel like I'm getting the flu. You know what I mean? Like I, I can feel like in, my compass is a little off. Every time I get around a bank, I start getting hard. I don't know what's going on with me. You know, I drive by the global news media and I want to come, I want to walk in there and be like, excuse me, I have a story about the weather that I control that I would like you to run this afternoon. And they're like, who the fuck are you? And I'm like, I'm the guy that runs this place. Don't you know who I am? I'm the goblin in the cave with all the gold bars. And then Nick has to be like, yeah, 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 I know. I got these fucking wipes for you. Get it off you. I know you come from a German heritage, and this is very weird for you and I to be driving in a car with one another, but he's got to talk me off the ledge every now and then and be like, don't worry, the Jew doesn't got you yet, okay? I'll let you know when it's got you, because then you'll get an email about uh, land rights or whatever the fuck they got going over there in Israel, and then... Then I start thinking and be like, I can't afford a house in Canada. I might as well punt the fucking Palestinian out of his house and I'll move right in. Give me a couple of them curls. Let me have some of them curls. And I'll walk over there with a fucking pistol in my hand and be like, time to move on out. You're evicted. I'm the landlord. All of a sudden, just out of nowhere, you get the curls, you turn into a landlord, you're evicting people out of their house. I think that's how, how that works. You put on one of those like uh, silly little hats, those little fucking teacup saucers on top of your head. You get some, then all of a sudden curls shoot out of your head and you're acting like a landlord over in fucking Palestine. All right, time to move out. All right, we're going to put a New York Yankees logo above the door here so everybody knows that there's a Jew here and I'm from New York. You're going to have to hurry up and get that shit out of here. The Knicks play at 7 p.m. East Coast time, which is about noon here. So get your shit and move on out. Where are we going to go? Not my problem. You're evicted. I got this piece of paper, this email saying that I have land rights as a Jew. Then Nick's got to fucking come over and he's going to help me move in. And it's a process, you know, it's a process just getting the Jew card. And I'm not ready to take that on. I know he's, he's fucking working on me, old Nick McQuick. He's got me. He's got me right where he wants me. And it ain't good. It ain't good, folks. That's what we're going to get up to next. Is I got I to gotta keep dancing to keep him at bay. Next time he sees me, I'm going to be doing the fucking... You know, a little cowboy shuffle at him. Doing a little fucking cucaracha slide. And he's going to, it's it'll, it'll be like two wizards casting spells at one another. He's going to, like a Pokemon battle. He's going to throw his Pokemon ball out there. And then I'm going to have like one of these TikTok dancers in a Pokemon ball. And then they're going to battle. They're going to battle. He'll spin his dreidel and we'll see which one lasts longer power of Jew in that dreidel. It might spin forever, but I have this Gen Z kid that can dance. He can dance and we'll battle till the end and we'll see. We will see who reigns champion. It's the new WrestleMania. Fucking. Let's end it with some good news, folks. Isn't that be nice? Uh, I'm a nice guy from time to time and, uh, this is something fun that I thought, you know, we got to we got to bring some positivity back to the show, um, because it, it's just only fair to you as the listener, to you as uh, you know somebody who's been here this whole time. Now the headline reads: Woman gets vagina stuck on trailer hitch ball at Wild Lake party. Now we're talking. This it's an old article, but it is good news. Spring, Texas. In Spring, Texas. Allie Simpson, 27, is a good time girl. You don't don't say. So when there was a party at the lake this past weekend, she was there with a cooler full of Budweiser. 
because her white call uh, because white claw is weak shit in her words. Bud heavies, okay, not that Bud Light shit. See, you think if she drank Bud Light, she'd put a trailer hitch up her pussy? No, 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 no. If she drank Bud Light, she would have fucking turned that pussy inside out. But she drinks Budweiser, and she wants to fuck a truck because I'm an American and I believe in freedom. A typical lake party includes booze, babes, boats, big-ass trucks, and wave runners. Now we're talking. Is that it? That can't be the end of the fucking article. Give me more. Oh, there it is. Read more. Night one saw beer bongs and bonfires. Night two was all about the twerk-off, naturally. Allie entered the twerk off with a few uh, other men and women. Never one to be outdone. Allie had something up her sleeve to, for this contest, and when it came for her to drop it like it hot, drop it like it's hot, she hovered over the ball on the trailer hitch and twerked over and over around the damn thing. Everyone began to cheer her on. They wanted her to twerk down on the ball. After enough money flew her way, and she did. With one big twerk, Allie snuggly sat on the trailer hitch and did uh, what twerking she could, which quickly turned into her trying to get off the damn thing. No one knew that she was struggling to get off in one ways or another. Think she came on that thing? They just thought it was all part of the twerk off. Finally, she stopped fighting it and just sat down on the damn thing and asked for help. Her pussy ate it, gobbled up many... Fuck me. Uh, many, uh, oh, Jesus, they didn't really, uh, you think my reading's bad, the fucking storytelling in this. <sighs> many country boys tried to tried getting her off the ball, but all failed. It was a snug fit. Emergency services were called, and, about, and after about 15 minutes and a heavy dose of lube, Allie was able to break free from the ball. Everybody erupted in cheer at her successful dismount and crowned her the winner of the twerk off. Isn't that good news? When you go the extra mile, folks, see, this, is a, this isn't a story about a pussy getting caught on a trailer hitch. This is a story about going the extra mile so that way you can secure the win. You have to do those types of things. You want that job that you didn't, you want that job promotion? You can't just ask. You got to prove it. And she proved it that day. Allie was able to break free from the ball. Everybody erupted in cheer and her successful dismount crowned her the winner of the twerk off. From that night on, she will be known as Too Tight Allie. Isn't that a nice thing? Needless to say, she is the most popular gal in town after the weekend. It is nice to know that a story ends like this with a nickname that you can be proud of. Your pussy was too tight, it couldn't fucking release a trailer hitch, you know? Because I think we all know ladies out there that have a pussy that could easily slide up and down a trailer hitch, no problem. And here, Too Tight Alley gets her fucking hoo-ha caught on a fucking hitch like that. That, my friends, is a beautiful story to lead us into what has been missing for quite some time. That's right. It's hate mail. We're back. We only had a couple of fucking pieces of hate mail. I didn't get a time to create. I've been on a time crunch this week on making sure that we're getting these episodes out, that we're doing the right thing. We're getting this shit out there, uh, making sure that everybody gets their hate and uh, thankfully this week we have pieces of hate mail because it would, wouldn't that be awful wouldn't that be awful if we did not but you can email the show unclehack at dangercats.tv and say whatever you'd like whatever is on your brain you can let us know here at Danger Cats Comedy Uncle Hack Podcast let us have it UncleHack at DangerCats.tv Send us an email You can even record a voice note Send it in Only one person has done that Which is very, very, very disappointing You know, I want to hear the tone in your voice I want to hear the struggle, the pain That you go through And how irritating this issue is to me Hi Hack, love the show but hate this Drivers that fluctuate their fucking speed every five seconds. Seriously, what the fuck is wrong with these people? 
literally speed up to 100 and slow down to 70. I don't understand the logic in the age of fucking cruise control. So now everyone behind these mouth-breathing dipshits has to ride their brakes the whole time, uh, the whole way home. Cool. Thanks, bud. This all being said, I keep my distance behind cars. That's a good man right there. But I w- but wouldn't the drive go a lot smoother if everyone just paid attention to how fast they're going? Pull your head out of your ass and drive your fucking car. Regards, Sean. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Sean, for sharing that with us. We we appreciate that you you felt it was necessary uh, to get that off your chest. And uh, next, we have another piece. We have two, two more pieces of hate mail. Then uh, we're going to switch on over to the Patreon. And we encourage you to head on over to the Patreon. Patreon.com slash DangerCat69. Uh, we, we, we enjoy ourselves over there. You get an extra episode. And you can become a Danger Dong Patreon. At the end of this episode, if you're watching on YouTube, your name can scroll if you become a Danger Dong Patreon producer. Really selling them on it, Hack. Dear Uncle Hacksaw, a couple of shows ago, you read hate mail from some loser named Craig Blackmer, who claimed to have the number one YouTube channel, placing your channel and podcast at number two. Well, I went back and watched all of Craig Blackmere's videos. His show is nowhere near as good as he claims. He does have some good Coots Convoy videos, if you go back far enough. But he doesn't complain about Trudeau near enough, and I don't think that loser even knows how to walk. Oh. You, on the other hand, complain about Trudeau a lot, and I'm pretty sure you can walk. Craig Blackmere's YouTube channel is not number one. At very best, Craig is number three, placing him after you. And obviously, Flecka Talks, the the best new podcast of all times. I like it. We got some drama today, folks. People firing at one another in the fucking hate mail. Oh, baby. I like that. I like that. Well done. This is some hate mail. Hey, Hack, excited to see you're coming to my lovely city of Fredericton, New Brunswick. Already got my ticket. Thank you very much. Just thought I'd give a couple queers like yourselves a couple of notable tourist spots in my city. Make sure to check out our lovely rainbow sidewalk in front of City Hall. Also, make sure you don't miss the tent city right down the road where you're performing. Last but definitely not least, be sure to check out are many bridges that may or may not have contributed to suicide. Ooh, that is a nice little touristy thing to do. How many people over under how many people have killed themselves here? Happy to see you're coming to the East coast, sharing the dirty good, (coughs) sharing the dirty, good for nothing, piece of shit, going to hell attitude with us boys. Go fuck your, (laughs) go fuck yourself. And in case you haven't said it, this far into the episode fuck them faggots oh it was a bit depressing that we got that deep into an episode without saying faggot that uh the other day with sam walker it took me a moment to realize and i thought to myself what the fuck are you doing Ack? you got to give the people what they want but then again if you come over to the patreon we say all the slurs i think sam said the n-word nine times because he needed to get hard so we were talking to him. I told him about the trailer hitch thing, and he goes, that doesn't get me. And I said, what if we watch the opening scene to Django? And he goes, only if it gets to about 10 minutes in, because then there's a few in there that I can finally get some feeling, some feeling in the old hog once I hear, you know, a couple of uh, good old Southern boys with a Southern accent rip a hard R. And he got excited, and I said, you know what? Let's do it. Let's party. We're just back from Texas. We might as well enjoy ourselves, Sam. We might as well unwind. But like I say, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Uncle Hack Podcast. We will see you next week. And uh, uh, the extra episode should be up by now. So head on over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash DangerCat69. Great way to support the show. We don't have any sponsors, as you can tell, because... uh, Kind of hard to get people to hand you cash 
when you say faggot during your show. <laughs> Could you, you can only imagine what it's like being me, right? I'm begging you to come to the Patreon. But anyways, uh, I'm not begging you. But if you want to support the show, it's the best way to do so. Or come to any of our live stand-up uh, tickets available at DangerCatShop.com. And we got some merch dropping some new designs this week uh, in the following week here. So uh, be sure to check those out. We got the Spite Tour shirt online now. Check it out, folks. Good night.